0: What's up, Video Landers? I'm Brad, and welcome to Adventures in Video Land number 206. In this episode, Video Lander Marshall Wade and I break down Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 from his living room in Philadelphia. We are unplugged for this episode. We are not in the Dragon's Lair. Since we're not recording in the studio, the audio is not the highest quality. Uh, so, sorry, you will experience a little bit more distortion than usual and some background noise, a little bit of interference. Uh, Sorry this review is late. We were up for 48 hours. We drove from Lafayette to New York City, and then we went from New York City to Philadelphia, caught the 7 o'clock show, the 7 p.m. show with Marshall and his wife Kelly. We had a great time, but we were exhausted afterwards, so we couldn't get the review up that night. Next day, we checked out the Rocky Steps. We checked out The Rocky Statue. Uh, We checked out Liberty Bell, Independence Hall, Victor Cafe, which if you're in Philadelphia, check out the Victor Cafe. It's the location in Rocky Balboa. It's the restaurant that Rocky owns. Uh, It's called Adrian's in that movie. Check it out. It's awesome. Real Italian food. They They sing live opera every 20 minutes. It is a blast. If you're there, tell them that Brad sent you. They won't know what the fuck you're talking about, but you'll have a great time. Just a quick reminder, we are on adventuresinvideoland.com and we're on Adventures in VideoLand, our Facebook page. So check us out there. And this is a spoiler-driven conversation, all right? So if you haven't watched Guardians, what the fuck are you doing, all right? Go watch Guardians, come back, and give this a listen. We are also critics with attitude, all right? So tuck the kids in bed. Marvel is for the kids, all right? Videoland is for the adults, all right? So we're going to break this movie down. We're going to break this shit down, okay? So, again, tuck in, the be- tuck in the bed. What the fuck am I saying? Go tuck in the kids, all right? Come back, and I'm just going to drop you into the conversation that is going on in his living room in Philadelphia. Yeah, walking out of the theater... What was your first reaction? What did you feel? Right. We'll go over the fine details
1: later, but what yeah. did you feel, man? Um, just, just fun. It was just a fun, fun movie, fun ride. Um, yeah, that's it. It'll be a quick synopsis of it, it. Fun ride. Just a fun ride. Uh, very colorful. Um, Is it a worthy sequel? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it, you could do a lot worse as a sequel. Um, okay, wow. So it sounds like you might be a little hard on it. A little hard. It, I have I had some issues. I think we'll okay. get into some okay. issues later. But but overall, it was still very very enjoyable. So. Top five MCU for you? Um, that I don't know. Maybe
0: close, but not but not top five. That's always an unfair question to ask yeah. too, because you know we just walk out of the theater, you know, yeah. and your your emotions can go either way. And I think especially with Guardians of the Galaxy, it's one of those movies where you're going to pick up so much mm-hmm. on you know. Um, Stacked viewings, you know. or or Oh, yeah. I think that uh, Garza Galaxy has all those hidden jokes and Easter eggs,
1: man. And some things are just not as funny the first time. But the second time, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I missed that, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean... When there's what twelve or fifteen movies in the universe right now, to yeah, you, you got to watch this a few times to to see really where it lands for you. Yeah, and so. I
0: tell you what, man. Um, right now, I tell you what, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I loved it actually. Um, I'm gonna be curious where it sits with me, but I think okay, uh-huh. now you can't hold this to me, okay? <laughs> because uh, again, it's only first viewing, but I think it'll be in top five. And can you can you tell us your top five right now loosely? I know I got a gun mm-hmm. to your head right now. Yeah,
1: what was my top five? Oh, number one. I don't know if I can do an order, but I can give you what my top five would probably be. Would be Iron Man would be up there. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One would be up there. Um, Avengers, Captain America, the uh, first Captain America. Oh, the first one, great. I like the first one. You know, so do I. I don't hear a lot of people say that though. Yeah, well, because you know, because it's moved on to what. Winter Soldier and Civil War so those are big big you know I think people sometimes forget about the first one yeah. but I, think, I thought the first one did a really good job uh, introducing his character building his character so I like that one and then um, I don't know I'm, I'm tempted to throw Ant-Man in there okay. as, as, a, as a fun one that I really enjoyed so I think Ant-Man was so so, a great palate cleanser after Ultron it was ones. it was when you get all these ones where the whole universe is collapsing on itself it's fun fun to have one where it's just a smaller yeah. problem being solved Especially for his type of character. So yeah. So I think it, like, that worked well. I think my top five, um, I'll probably miss one here, so I, I don't know if
0: I'll go in order as well. But I th- I'm, number one and number two, always flip-flop for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know to this day which one. Um, Civil War um, mm-hmm. or Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. It depends on what day, you yeah. know. Um, number three would probably be... Oh, man. Guardians of the Galaxy or Iron Man, one, yeah. you know. Um and then, number five, I'm not for sure. So I would probably put the original Captain America in there somewhere as well. So, yeah, I mean, that's big a... big cap fan. yeah, big cap <laughs> fan. I think they do the best movies, though, I mean, with action, and then they started doing the the character, you know add-ons, mm-hmm. like where they do it's become more of a buddy movie. yeah, so you're just getting more than cap. Sure. It's focused on cap. Mm-hmm. but not. but anyway, so those are kind of like my top four, top five right there. I think guardians might be in there, and I'll get it we'll get into some more detail here. But I think Guardians, I actually like the humor mm-hmm. in Guardians 2 better than Guardians 1. Yeah. But overall plot, I'm yeah. still kind of confused on. I think I actually like <laughs> Guardians 1 better than Guardians 2. So it's a mixed bag for me when I'm yeah. t- looking at Guardians 1 and Guardians 2. Sure. But I tell you what, man, I had a hell of a time. It was fun. I was entertained. And that's hard for me to do. Yeah. We talk movies all so the time. So exhausted
1: as you guys were to yeah. keep, keep you awake. Keep me awake. Yeah, we
0: drove... Um, tw- Yeah, I was up for probably 30 some hours, you know, because we drove into town, and and we drove to New York, 12 hours straight, stayed up all day, Mm -hmm. and then 6 o'clock that night. So yeah, Mm -hmm. it was was pushing two days right there, and to come out of Guardians, my wife was going to do this review with us, uh, but she fell asleep in the theater, so she couldn't give an adequate review, so she needs to go see it again. But yeah, I loved this movie. I can't wait to talk about some of the finer details. So let's go ahead and do that now. Okay. Um, let's talk as natural as we can. Sometimes it's easier to to break down certain components. Start from the beginning to the end. But um, I don't know where this is gonna go. But let's t- let's talk about the opening scene, okay? Oh. Because the opening scene is what really set the mood for this it movie, did. and I was not expecting it because, no. uh, in the opening scene, you have. Mr. Blue Sky playing. Yeah. Okay. And you have this interdimensional monster. Mm-hmm. The and, one that everyone sees in the trailer. Yeah, from the trailer. What yeah. did you think about that scene in the trailer, real quick?
1: Um, I mean, it, it, it seemed like it fit a Guardians movie, but I didn't know kind of where the placement would be. I didn't know what the action would be, you know, uh-huh. like how it fit into it. So seeing that at the very beginning, and then we'll talk about. How that was put together, Uh, I thought it was really, really clever and creative. That their their trailer, people, you know, watch trailers and they think, you know, break it down. Did it give anything away? What's in this? And that first trailer, I think it was the first. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Gave nothing away.
0: Yeah. No, nothing. (laughs) Not even
1: really what that scene was. Yeah.
0: And uh, I tell you what, man. Like from the trailer. I didn't like the aesthetic. I didn't like the yeah. the look of this 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 monster. Yeah, and I was kind of just it's kind a of put back. Too CGI yeah, it did. Too and you know how I am. I'm a big yeah. practical fan. And see, C- yeah. and, and Guardians always rides that fine line of CG and practical. Yeah, you know they they do some really good things. I was watching a little bit of Guardians one with you mm-hmm. yesterday on the couch as we were getting ready to, to leave, and I was looking at the some scenes from uh, I think it's Nowhere. Where they're at, oh, yeah. that 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 setting in, uh, in nowhere, and I'm like, man, there's some good scenes here. where I'm not for sure what is CG and what is practical, but mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, from that scene, that interdimensional monster looked very CG for me. But yeah. in this opening <laughs> scene, you see this interdimensional monster come down, and the, our guardians are there because of the the the, the sovereign alien race, and they're tired them to them take, to out, take this, out this to monster. monster, and it just they, they're trying to get some music going in this opening scene, and Baby yeah. Groot puts the uh, the the amp the, I don't know he's, he's doing something to get the he music going. The Walkman, like an amp or something. <laughs> yeah, speakers. The music starts blaring, mm-hmm. and it's Mister Blue Sky, yeah. and you just have Groot, Yep. and he starts dancing, yep. dancing all over this platform. It might be the
1: cutest it's thing I've ever seen. And then all that action you saw in the trailer is all in the background, all in the out background, of focus, and you're just watching Groot dancing around while all this stuff happens. Were you prepared for that room? at all? Not at all. Not at all. I. I don't remember Guardians One having a big kind of intro scene. Well, I guess well, it's Quill's dancing. Yeah. Well, he's but nothing, like, nothing this. like this. this
0: if, was I, if I compare the two, yeah,
1: it's it's you
0: know like a, I think you'll see that there's a lot of things I love in this more than I do in Guardians, and this is yeah, one of them. Yeah. You know, I think that introducing Baby Groove, mm-hmm. he is so adorable, he is freaking man. adorable, man. You, you've probably heard <laughs> Just, that everywhere. I've heard it going into this movie, and I'm like, know. okay, we'll see. I, I like what I saw of him in the trailers and stuff. Yeah. But man. He's, he's something.
1: He's, he's just a cute little guy.
0: Let me tell you what. If anybody walks out of the theater and they're yeah. like, I don't know what they were
1: doing. This baby crew thing is stupid. Yeah. That person. Defriend them. Defriend
0: them. They might be yeah.
1: the devil. Yeah. <laughs> they, have, you know, they have no soul. That's, yeah. You can't watch him dancing around like that and not just have a smile on your face. He's freaking adorable. Dude, and I want to talk about the
0: facial expressions and the yeah. CG. Let's just break yeah. down effects real quick because... Man, I don't know if they studied toddlers or you know, like I don't know yeah. because there's there's expressions that he does throughout this whole movie, Baby yeah. Root, that it, it's spot on. It is. It
1: is spot on. Yeah. What do you think of his expressions? Well, I mean, it, it's it's got to be difficult because he's just tree root, you yeah. know, his little tree root, and you're trying to get him to emote, and he does. You know, he does it a, a great job, and it obviously, he only says three words. So you got all those things against you, and somehow you make him just lovable and believable, and angry and funny and happy. You know, it's they did an amazing job with him. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's uh, there's when he that, gets
1: mad, he gets really mad. Yeah, <laughs> the beating it's fun a hell to watch. of Drax, you yeah. know, and
0: yeah. there's things that he does with his eyes. He mm-hmm. moves with his eyes, man. It's, it's like you know, you can just tell that it's a it's a it's a young child. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I was blown away by that. Mm-hmm. Um, something else I was blown away by was. Um, you know, Rocket Raccoon, I think he even looks better, yeah. you know, with facial expressions and body movement in this as well. So they, yeah. uh, I mean, obviously Guardians, Disney, Marvel, they have, um, they're privy to some of the best, you know, um, CGI houses, you know, in the yeah. world. So, uh, you know, I expect nothing less, but um, I got what I expected out of yeah. some CG. Now, there was some I thought was a little bit shaky um, in effects. Like maybe, I think towards, I think the worst shot for me was at the end, third act, uh, when Kurt Russell, his character Ego, can tap into um, how he planted himself in other worlds
1: and that, oh, big, that big blue blob yeah, thing. that didn't did seem out of place. Yeah,
0: and then there were some moments on Ego that yeah. I just didn't care for as well. But you know what? That could just be my taste because yeah. I'm like, you look at Guardians mm-hmm. 1, um, I think my favorite location would probably be like Nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Or
0: in this one, I don't know what the planet's called yet because it's only first viewing, but yeah. they went to... Um, some Somewhere that was very similar to Nowhere, or it was a it looked like a Las Vegas part of Ga- Gardens of the Galaxy where we meet Stallone for the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a really cool location. That cool I wouldn't location. mind going back to, mm-hmm. um, so that looked cool. Maybe it's just some of that could be the design of Ego yeah. compared to that. That I'm just not as excited to look at.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, Ego's planet is much more colorful and uh plants and yeah. all this stuff overgrowth and compared to other places, yeah, it's very, very different. Yeah. So it is, it is, uh can be a little jarring to see that compared to a more, like you said, whatever that place, planet was called, where we meet Stallone was like a frozen tundra, dark, Las Vegas, Las tundra. Tundra. But, it, but it looked, <laughs> but it looked more real and lived in than egos. So Yeah. Um, and let's go back to that opening sequence
0: real quick again. We had, um, we didn't get to really talk about Dirac's yeah, I think Drax has—he's
1: the standout I'm, I'm, in this movie. It's his movie. Him and Groot—it's it's, either it's, him and Groot. Yeah, it's funny. Like this is the story of Quill and him meeting his father, but it's, it's Drax and, and Groot's movie. He has the best lines. Way, he has—they just—I think they responded to how how well he did in the first one and and his dry, obviously, like sense of humor, and they just ran with it in this one. Yeah, just everything he says is just hilarious! Yeah, and
0: I, got, I have to give um, Dave Batista some props oh, yeah. now because he does things again with body language mm-hmm. that is funny. It's just not yeah. his dry sense of humor. It's that it's, it is. It's definitely that. Mm-hmm. But it's also the way that he interacts with yeah. people. Like when Mantis asks if he if she can pet Rocket, yeah. and he just kind of like the way he looks at her is like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Pet my pet <laughs> Rocket. And You know whatever.
1: he knows that's gonna end. <laughs> bad but the way that he does but, you know, his yeah. facial expressions is he's, so funny a great job yeah about being subtle in those type of moments where he's thinking and he, you know it, processing things because in the first one yeah he he doesn't get sarcasm but yeah. i think he's starting to maybe get a little bit more in this one <laughs> no, i think using so it. i think so and it's just he uses it so well to, to such a great comedic effect it's it's great. Stuff, I can't even remember half his lines because they're just coming so fast. And- yeah,
0: well, you opened up with your jib jab. Yeah. Like my, oh, no, my, oh nipples. my nipples. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's stuff like that. And then him. Yeah, his uh, interaction with the group. I think that there's more family beats in this. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I really felt the family element. Like, when, at the beginning here, you have baby group beating the shit out of Drax. Yeah, You know, like, with his, like, beating the shit out of his shoulder, you know, and yeah, stuff. trying. And, and, then, yeah, and then Drax, yeah, trying to. And then Drax, like, later on, he's like, you know, move it, you stupid, you know, baby Groot thing, you know, but at the end, who does baby Groot want to go to Yeah, at the very last scene to take a nap on his shoulder? drags. That's beautiful, man. I really think that they hit on the family elements in this more so than the first one. Obviously they just met, you know, true. I think they really, I I care about these characters Mm -hmm. as a family now because of this movie. Yeah. You
1: can sense that they've, they bonded more since the first movie that they did, you know, even, um, well, not so much, uh, Rocket, he still has his issues. Yeah, he still has his head
0: up his ass, but yeah. he's starting to show his colors. But there, down. there's an
1: arc in him in this film. As yeah, well. and
0: yeah, let's talk about that real quick between him and Yondu. Yondu, yeah. Yondu calls him out on he his calls bullshit. Him out. Yeah. He does, and he's like, "Hey, I know how you. I know what who yeah. you are. Yeah. Why you act like you act? Because you know, because we're like we're, each uh, other. Yeah, you know, we're the same. And that's a beautiful moment. Yeah, you know, and it, and it
1: clicks with it clicks with Rocket. I think that that he's not the only one that's been through some shit. That, yeah, that. that feels like they're always you know well in a way like bullied and beat up and picked on and and he yeah it's, it's interesting that yondu's the one that says look you know listen you're no different than i am yeah you know yeah you know, we both had shitty lives yeah but you know you can bounce back from that and you got a family around you and,
0: yeah and so. i, I
1: want to get into yondu a little bit deeper later but man
0: I, he was Man, it's, it's awesome when I can come out of a the theater and say Drax was my favorite. Well, I don't know. Baby Groot was so... Well, mm-hmm. You know what? I think Yandu might be my favorite character yeah. out of this movie.
1: They give him um, a lot, too.
0: Yeah, they gave him some cool beats. They gave mm-hmm. him some emotional beats. And we'll get into something a little bit later that I think was handled perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get there, though, let's talk about a big deal, a big part of this movie, is the villain. All right? Yeah. Uh, a big thing. You would agree, probably, that Marvel has... A villain problem. Um, One and done. Yeah,
1: you know, not building a model. That's true. Yeah. Do you think that still stands? He's interesting because he doesn't start out necessarily as the villain, but he becomes the villain. And yeah, I had issues, some issues with his character overall. I guess. Um, so yeah, I, I guess in that sense, they their villain problem might still yeah. Unfortunately, exactly. I, I I
0: agree 100%. I like Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell is one of my favorite actors. And I tell you what, I don't think it's not a Kurt Russell problem. I yeah. thought Kurt Russell was fantastic in this, you know, when
1: yeah. he's he's
0: known at the beginning of this movie as the 1-inch man, which I thought was hilarious because they they're, remember Rocket, he goes uh, they're talking about the 1-inch oh, yes. the 1-inch man, he's riding on the spaceship. <laughs> on a spaceship. But I hate from a, okay, let me back up just a little bit. I hate from a storytelling point when they just shove things down your mouth. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind just Kurt Russell showing up in the first act, and and then he was looking for his son. But a problem I had was the Sovereign race. Um, mm-hmm. they brought up daddy issues with with uh, Peter Quill as he was leaving, um, Sovereign, and they're like. I don't yeah, he's like, they're talking about some, they can sense like his, his genetics or something. And they asked oh, about his daddy yeah. issues or that something like that. was a little that. weird. And then the next scene out of nowhere, daddy, daddy just shows pops up, up
1: and like saves him. Yeah.
0: I don't like that kind no, of writing was... where it's just too shoehorned. You know, yeah. that's, I, I don't like I that. I do
1: remember, yeah, when they talked about that. Like, we sensed that you, that yeah. was weird. Yeah. Was yeah. Things don't happen like that.
0: I would have I loved them just to do a thing on yeah. Sovereign, you know, leave. Yeah, and then they just run into their dad. That that makes
1: yeah. more sense to me than bring up something. Yeah, you know, um, or you could potentially just do a short little thing of showing him searching for Quill, so you kind of get introduced to him, and then bring them together. But yeah, he just kind of yeah. popped up like that and saved the day. And yeah, that was really it was weird.
0: very strange. Yeah, very very forced to me. But back to the villain problem. Uh, most of it, I think, stems not with the villain itself. I don't like how. Because I know there's been different uh, story arcs. I was reading a few of them before I stopped reading comics last year. And one of those story arcs uh, was that uh, his dad was just a dick. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know if he was this this god in the comic that I was reading. I didn't get mm-hmm. that far. But I, I remember that he was um, um, a, a level of power, like governor or a council member or something. Yeah. And there was he, they were always going back and forth between him and Peter. Uh, I don't know how I feel about, like... Him just being this god. I think that worked. I liked it all, but I think it just it went into... My problem isn't really much with the character that it is. It just went into overkill in the third act. Yeah. Did you feel like it just went too far, too crazy? I mean, <laughs> you, you got to kill bit. a planet, and that's crazy enough as yeah. it is. But there's just something about... There's a lot of CG. And yeah, I am a CG. Yeah, but there was a There's CG. a lot of CG. Yeah. There's a lot of you know Kurt Russell you know dying, coming back in energy form, skeleton, and I don't I'm know. Like I just think there was. Form it just people. seems like at this point in MCU, mm-hmm. okay. I think I just by talking through this with you, I think mm-hmm. I figured it out. Okay, okay. okay. Guardians One. Mm-hmm. I actually like the third act better because the third act they do something interesting. It just is not like fighting a planet or a world exploding or sitting falling on itself it's mm-hmm. a dance-off yeah and i remember actually i remember thinking about that going into this movie if there's gonna be something the equivalent to a dance-off yeah because that's fun that that's yeah. something you as a guardian you do mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to win the, the battle it's not sure. it's not something that like you trick them, with you trick hand. them. Yeah, exactly yeah. and then you look at another one of my favorite third act battles is dr strange have you watched that
1: I watched it a while ago, so... Okay, it,
0: remember it, when he has that time... Um, he, like, he does the time loop on Dormammu?
1: Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and so keeps instead of just back and back, they
0: could have had a third act there where it was just Doctor Strange and Dormammu just fighting each other for twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. I would not have gave a shit. But that time loop was like Dormammu, mm-hmm. I'm here again. You know, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So looking at Doctor Strange, the time looping, looking at Guardians, the dance off. Yeah, I was hoping there would be something a little bit more interesting, and in the, in the third act here, but it was yeah, it wasn't. Really wasn't. It was just kind of a, a gloves off, yeah. punching it Kurt just Russell, on,
1: like contra battle, or just. Bullets are flying. And yeah, yeah. So you yeah, feel the same was, way then? Yeah, than- yeah it, it did. I think it did. When you bring up those ones, it does feel like it misses a little something, especially for Guardians. Yeah, where, where yeah, they, they always seem to win in some other fashion besides just
0: blowing the shit out, out of somebody or something, yeah.
1: yeah, duking it out. So it was interesting. Yeah, I guess that they didn't come up with some sort of other method.
0: So I think with a rewatch, what's going to hurt me is going back to watch that third act. Yeah, You know, because he does turn into Pac-Man for a second, which was kind that of was funny. Kind of, yeah,
1: that's true. That was
0: pretty and, <laughs> you know, like you see the cultural references there, you know, because um, Peter Quill, as a young man on Earth, yeah. probably love the shit out of Pac-Man. Oh, yeah. You Because know, he says, when he, he said, finds out that he's, he's a god...
1: Yeah, he says, oh... His, <clears throat> yeah. Um, Kurt Russell tells him what he can basically... Build his own worlds, yeah. whatever he wants. He's like, "Oh, mine's gonna have fucking Pac Man and, <laughs> and some what, crazy other, shit, <laughs> other, some other yeah, Pac Man and Skeletor and all this weird statues yeah. and shit." So and I, then he does it. So, it's so
0: I like that. And I like the idea of a god going to to different you know locations and planning himself, mm-hmm. and you know, like he. I think he did love Peter's mom, mm-hmm. but when you're a god and you have this this plan,
1: it's, yeah, it's very yeah. His 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 love for uh, Quill's mom was kind of. Kind of subjective, I guess. You know, like yeah. he did, but only to a certain end. Yeah, you know. So I, he's, he's a pretty mentally unstable god. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And as a Yandu hit says, I think he's just a dick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's just, just a, a dick. You think he says that yeah, the that end of is One? Yeah, that guy's a dick. <laughs> But and he was right. He is, yeah. And so I don't. My problem doesn't stem with Kurt Russell. I think Kurt Russell brought the charm that I expect Kurt Russell mm-hmm. to do. I just wish that he was going to be around for another one. Um, it's it's almost like a, my Ultron problem. Like with Ultron, you know how he's just dead. I'm hoping that there's a spark of energy somewhere in the world that has yeah. a little bit of Ultron left. Yeah. Because I'd like to see him come back. Because I wasn't. Pleased with the Ultron arc, so give me something better. Yeah, maybe there's a little piece of ego left somewhere. You know, I, I don't know how that works because I did kill maybe. the planet, but his all those seeds were on all the other planets. Yeah, so maybe
1: there's something
0: there. Yeah, so I'd like to I'd like to see him come back in, in some way, but I just felt a little cheated once again. Yeah. on the villain performance, great arc, not so much. Yeah, so it looks like we're in agreement on a lot of things. Yeah, um, but man, something else too. I looked at you in the theater. At the and beginning, At the beginning. The opening scene, other Completely. than the the uh, than. the Groot dancing mm-hmm. bit before that, actually that was the opening scene was actually, Kurt Russell.
1: Yeah, flashback to whatever the mid nineteen seventies, and Kurt Russell. And I I don't know. You said didn't you say Connor thought it was looked weird? Yeah. Oh, man. So
0: Connor, my son, he was in the theater. He was like, "That looks weird, Dad." But you know why he said so? In, yeah. To get your buddy up. What was that scene?
1: That was uh, a, a scene that of, was. Quill's mom and his dad driving around. Uh, what were they listening to? I can't remember what song they were listening to. But now, driving around, and uh, he she shows her where the plant is. This this alien plant, which was him, uh-huh. kind of you didn't know it at the time. Um, but a yeah. CGI, CGI Kurt Russell though. Was this was, all?
0: I have to look into this. Was this all CG or was it like a? Was de aging?
1: I don't know. Kurt Russell? It, 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 I couldn't tell. It it just looked like Kurt Russell from like nineteen seventy eight. Oh my god! It it was unbelievable.
0: Because I think Connor was thinking this is why he. I think he Mm -hmm. thought it looked bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I talked to him about it earlier, and I think Connor was thinking, you know, in his head, it's Snake Plissken, it's um, um, Jack Burton, you know, and so I don't think he's ever seen that Kurt Russell, you know, that young because this is this he doesn't look like those two kids, but he looks like he just came out of the baseball minor league Kurt Russell, yeah, and he looks. It was flawless. Okay, I just came off of Rogue One. Did you watch Rogue One? Oh yes. So I don't know the technology they're using for both of those movies. If, if this is de aging and we're actually using Kurt Russell and just de aging him, yeah. Or if, um, because I know they actually mapped on people's faces to other actors mm-hmm. in Star Wars, mm-hmm. but I came off Rogue One and one of my bitches, and one of my big complaints was yeah. Leia and Tarkin. I can totally you had more sell. of an issue
1: with them than I did. Yeah, I thought Tarkin was good. You I mean, see, they're, they're they looked pretty good. I thought overall they looked pretty good. Leia, Leia actually. A uh, side note: Leo was a little bit more jarring for me than Tarkin was because you spent more time with Tarkin, so you get used to it. Leo was just like a quick, "Oh, there she is." And you're like, "Oh, okay," and it looks a little off, um, but you don't spend time with her, so you don't really get to see her act, yeah. like act and emote and whatnot. But Tarkin, you know, at least you got to spend time with him, and he talked and he moved, and I thought overall he was convincing enough. Yeah. That that it wasn't and watching it again, it wasn't near as distracting.
0: Yeah, I will I will agree with that. Um, it's still distracting to me, but I think yeah. the multi, you know multiple views, you're yeah. just kind of you you're used to it, yeah. you know. But I tell you what, man, this, this first one, viewing yeah. of Kurt Russell, I and they didn't fuck around, dude. No. They put the camera in his right in his face, face. <laughs> in moving,
1: his, wind blowing through his hair. That is that takes I, some balls. We'll have to look that up because yeah. I don't know how they did it, but it was. But yeah, if, the, if you if you have any questions about. About, yeah, whether they can do this type of stuff We're now. We're there. We yeah. are there. I think this is it. You're, you've reached it with you this You can't one. get
0: that. I mean, it looked like young it, Carousel.
1: Yeah. I was blown away. So, yeah, the de-aging, because with
0: Tarkin and Leia, I feel, I call it the, like the polar express identity. Yeah. Where it still looks. There's still you know, something missing. It's still dead, this you know, stuff. but there's a lot of life in this yeah. Carousel, man. The, yeah, it was
1: beautiful. Um, I, I want to watch it again just to, to really, like, yeah. squint and look at that because it's, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> Like I said, I have to read about it because I don't know how they did it. I don't know which process they use or combined them, but it was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah,
0: let's talk about one of the other, uh, the smaller villains in this movie. Let's talk about uh, the Sovereign race. Yeah, I thought they were really interesting.
1: They were. They were. They, I didn't. You know, I I don't really read comics very much. I don't know anything about them. Yeah, neither do I. Um, they were interesting. They were. They were an interesting kind of side villain. Although they're not really a side villain, they, commit, yeah, they kind of propel a lot they're definitely an the antagonist. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. definitely an antagonist. Well, <laughs> they're an antagonist because, <laughs> because of Rocket. Because of our other antagonist, yeah. <laughs> because of our other hero antagonist, <laughs> yeah. Rocket. Because he's a stick. Steals shit from people. Steals batteries from. <laughs> Steals <laughs> batteries from <Maple. laughs> Which I, did
0: you like that little subplot? I think that was kind of it's, odd.
1: When you when you go back and look at it and break it down, it's kind of weird that. From that point, everything else that happened in the movie is because he stole like three batteries. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> and you're you know. like, holy shit, they're like, they don't mess around. Like, you, see, know. you, you take a piece of paper from them and they'll like blow up your world. Because <laughs> they're that vengeful, but yeah, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but,
0: it's, it's a small complaint of mine. It's nothing big. I'm not going to yeah. hold, you know, it, it just seems, I guess it's within their character set to steal yeah. some batteries, I guess,
1: especially yeah. Rocket, but I don't know. But and some, it's in with the Sovereign's character set, I guess, to get really offended by people that. You know, belittle them or, or uh-huh. joke about them. And so they just go to complete extreme to, like,
0: correct that. Yeah. Dude, something I love, though, and again, it's that, that quirky world of Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, I was blown away by this video game interface. That was really cool.
1: Starships, that was really cool. So
0: they have a whole fleet of drones mm-hmm. and how they're flying these drones, they're back home playing like a fucking video yeah. game system, a
1: console. Yeah. It's like was well, like if you go to uh, an arcade and sit down yeah. with a Star Wars it's machine. It's a huge
0: war, <coughs> war room, <coughs> arcade. <warm> room
1: arcade. <laughs> and they sit down, they play the, you know, in front of their screen and then out in space with all these drones flying around. And when they get blown up, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, Your screen goes red and they get all pissed. Like, oh damn it, <laughs> dude! It's red, it's always
0: the small little lines, and I think mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of these going back on on multiple viewings. Mm-hmm. Is like there's one guy left, and he has his oh, yes. he has his his drone video <laughs> game <laughs> starship, and they all you know group around him, yeah. crowd around him. And
1: they're like, I forget his name. Tear- I can't. Remember. Come on, Starlack. Yeah, you're cheering <laughs> him on,
0: and then he he gets killed. <laughs> and he gets killed, and his his screen goes down, and the guy goes. You suck, Starbuck. You suck, <laughs> Whatever his yeah. name was. But, no, I love them. And something that's interesting, I guess we'll jump real quick to the ending mm-hmm. Easter egg. One of these those Easter eggs oh, was, yeah. um, oh, and I don't have the name in front of me, but the lady who played the main Sovereign. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought she was awesome. She was really good. She yeah, brought I, was, some, I meant to look and see who that was. I don't yeah, know there's two though.
0: names I don't have in front of me today. Again, we're live from Philly, <laughs> so I this is, you know, uh, I'm not... you winging it. Yeah, I'm kind of winging it today. I got some notes, but not as many as I'd like. Um, but she was... I thought she was great. She was really good. Yeah, there's uh, her eyes, gold mm-hmm. eyes, everything. And so anyway, I thought she did a really just great job. But um, at the end, one of the end sequences, we have... Um, her, I guess she wants to get back at the Guardians again, mm-hmm. you know, and so she's she has a birthing pod.
1: <clears throat> yeah, with, so a new birthing pod she created. And
0: within that birthing pod is Adam Warlock, Yeah, which I can't wait. And uh, this whole time, like, I've always known that Adam Warlock, you know, from, from uh, reading up on him, because I've been reading up on, you know, some villains that we want to see in the MCU for mm-hmm. the last couple of years, and Adam Warlock's always been talked about as one of yep. the main ones, and I, I've known for a while that he's gold. Mm-hmm didn't think about it this entire movie yeah. that it makes if they're setting up this this sovereign race yeah. and bringing Adam Warlock in, I think it's I think it's brilliant to bring brilliant.
1: In what, a bigger stronger villain
0: yeah exactly yeah. he's kind of a he's almost like a powerful um, cosmic Brad Pitt Troy
1: yeah, yeah that's how he looks
0: <laughs> so I can't wait and if they cast that right yeah. especially with their odd sense of humor mm-hmm. imagine bringing in like a Brad Pitt, Pitt Troy yeah with a Guardians quirky, quirky sense quirky of humor sensor.
1: That'd be interesting, <laughs> <It'd>
0: be <funny. laughs> and I think it was my wife, my wife or you, one of you guys said it. Um, Solar Man at the end of Superman oh, yeah, four, whatever Sun yeah, Man. Mentioned that, yeah, the Sun. That's Adam Warlock in yeah. a nutshell with even more powers and yeah. even more skill. So I can't wait. Um, I, and something else I've said too is I'd like to see Bradley Cooper no. get that role because he plays the voice of Raccoon. Yeah, we wouldn't know. You can't tell. We wouldn't know. I think that'd be great. But um, anything you want to say about that? um
1: no, I mean, what is it? No.
0: The quirky sorry. sense of humor, too, of like them going yeah, yeah. to that one planet and she has to be brought in with that blue. Oh, the blue
1: Yeah. Roll out, carpet. They, <laughs>
0: roll out, And it's it jammed. <laughs> and it's jams. And then they unjam it. Those moments right
1: there is Guardians, to yeah. me. You know? Yeah. It's um, like there's serious, 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 and then something stupid happens. Yeah. And then they go back to it.
0: And the reason we go to Sovereign is. Oh, I I go, think, that's what I was going to say. Okay, was, go ahead.
1: Um, that's why when you talked earlier about, I think. This villain, the sovereign villain, could reappear in like Guardians Three potentially because of Adam Warlock. Yeah. So I assume maybe even she'll the the head, whatever she was for the sovereign, maybe she'll be back in it and then you'll see him Yeah. I think so. Then battle him as well as the rest of the sovereign potentially.
0: And I think that would be a welcome return.
1: Yeah, with them. Yeah. So
0: I'm, I'm actually very curious about because there
1: is quite a bit of stuff from, from one volume one that doesn't return in this one. Like on our way to, to the theater, I was like, I didn't do much research into this. I didn't want to spoil, yeah, anything. So I was like, Dude, do, do we get to see John C. Riley again? Is yeah. his character show up? Or, you know, there's are these all these little things, and most of them didn't really. It was, it was a pretty new movie. So yeah, and I want to talk about that. I think I have two big problems. I've hit on
0: one of them a little bit. And e- you know how I said ego was one of my problems, the planet yeah. in general. It wasn't so much the planet itself. It was, th- we spent, I think we spent a l-
1: too much time on ego. You spend a, a, a large part of the second act there yeah. on and, ego Yeah, and him. Yeah, and, yeah, and the third. third. The yeah. only break we get
0: is with Yondu and the Ravagers. Yeah. You know? That's the only break we get. True. Yeah, after yeah. we leave that Vegas tundra, mm-hmm. okay, which after, is pretty
1: brief in itself.
0: Yeah, I like. Yeah, it very brief. Yeah. Um, I love that scene, but in the original Guardians, man, we go actually kind of cool. I just thought about this, but no, that that location nowhere, mm-hmm. um, where Ronan comes down, and has that fight with Drax. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, it's a mining colony. Yeah. But that mining colony is actually in a god's head. Yeah. So that cool. that's another celestial out yeah. there, like Kerr Russell. Like Kerr Russell. You it's know? True. So that's, that's a very interesting, but. I like that location. I love that we get Nova. You know, in Guardians Mm -hmm. One, John C. Riley, I felt that we've spent so much time. The prison. Yeah, the prison. Yeah. So we're we're all over, and we get that opening scene with with um, very Indiana Jones-esque scene where you get um, Chris Pratt dancing around and getting his 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 thing. You know, his his uh, MacGuffin. But this one here, we do get a couple other locations. But my big problem was just spending so much damn time on Ego. I felt like Guardians Two should have really. Uh, explore the cosmos more mm-hmm. and we were talking earlier how much we want a Howard the Duck movie. I think Howard Which the Duck... Which I think you were going to get. Yeah,
1: because I think... a matter of time.
0: If you're out there you're like, Howard the Duck, you know, like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I think, no, no, check this out. I think Howard the Duck is a movie that you make where Howard the Duck would yeah. build your cosmos yeah. so much because we get away from Nova, we get away from the Guardians, we get to see some crazy shit
1: yeah. within there. Howard the Duck, you could start uh, that, uh, that mining colony and he just goes all over places you've never seen. Yeah. It's, and it's his, a great it vehicle. His own story. Yeah, I, I think, and I and I and we both I think think this because he made an appearance in this again. Yeah, so
0: I think that would be great. But you go back to this movie here, and you have you just you spend so much time on ego. It, and you know, we were we were wondering if John C Reilly was going to pop up in this mm-hmm. movie and it makes sense that he didn't and we're like well why yeah. he he worked so well mm-hmm. in Guardians 1 why wouldn't you have him return the reason sure. he doesn't return is you don't go to Nova yeah,
1: you don't Nova that's what yeah
0: doing. you don't go to I forget what that planet's called um, where Nova is is primarily located um, but anyway you, you don't go there yeah. um, i just felt like this movie should have built up the Guardians property more yeah. get you interested in the cosmos because i think a lot of people already are interested mm-hmm. but after this movie it should build up the entire cosmos, yeah. I think, and I think they did not
1: do a very good job with building yeah. more You're not locations to to near the number of locations in this one as you are in the first one. So
0: you have that same issue then.
1: Yeah, i thinking, thinking back on it. Yeah, yeah, like you, you you don't opening sequence. You don't really know much about that. They, you know, it's it's all group dancing, and then they're okay. done, and then where do they go from there? You know there's there's ego there's a little bit with the ravagers uh where Yandu is there's that little brief moment um like you said the vegas tundra with stallone and i don't know i can't even really think of many other locations other planets so yeah and that's my that's miles. my big issue. I
0: think on multiple viewings, because again, you were watching a little bit of Guardians while I was getting ready mm-hmm. yesterday. I came out and I was watching a little bit of that, and just going back to nowhere. I'm like, yeah. this is cool. I mean, that's you get a, you get to see I think a little bit more, yeah. and I'm not going to be as thrilled going back just to watch him, Peter Quill, playing energy baseball catch with his dad on or on, yeah. uh, on Ego, you yeah. know, and then looking at um his exposition pods. <laughs> you know, talking yeah. about how he impregnated his, his his mom and everything. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's gonna be um that'll hurt me on multiple views. Because I don't give a shit about that location as much yeah. as, as another one. So I think they could have built on that a little bit. Yeah,
1: I think
0: so. But let's talk about my week my other weak link is mm. I think Nebula, man. Nebula. Yeah. Every time she opened her mouth, she does not have much to do except for I I don't she's, fight you.
1: Yeah, she's you're my she sister. has like one emotion and that's just anger. And it's it's tough to I don't know, at some point you get
0: it sick of it, <laughs> it gets
1: old and you're yeah. like, okay, we get it. You're pissed at your sister. Okay. Okay. And but she keeps going and it's just always, always fight and anger and like it's not till the very end that you see a little bit of change in her character. But yeah, it... it especially the carryover because like you said we watched a little bit of the first one the carryover from that it's just the same same character like nothing has changed yeah. from the first to the second I don't She's remember just her
0: being as annoying in Guardians 1 she really she wasn't, wore on she me
1: she wasn't in it as much maybe that she, I was I think a, she was in this one a lot she, she had a, a bigger role in this one which made her more annoying
0: <laughs> yeah she really wore on me um She did have some really, like, I don't know if they spelled it out or painted it as much in Guardians 1, but she really explained that, hey, every time that she fought um, Gamora and she lost, she would get a piece of her brain ripped out, an arm ripped out, a leg, an eye, you know, until she became this, you know, cybernetic
1: human, you know? Which was a good bit of kind of exposition and and history for her, but she still, uh, yeah, she still always just comes across so bitter and angry that it's... It's tough even to, to side with her. Yeah. I mean, even when you learn that, you're like, oh, well, that's pretty shitty. The, but There was
0: one scene where um, Yondu's right-hand man comes in, and he's like, what are you going to do with your part of the money? Mm-hmm. And she goes off on this angry tirade yeah. of what she's going to do, and he goes, well, that's great. Um, I thought yeah. you were going to just buy a pretty, pretty ring or necklace or something, or something. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Something to make the guys so, go, ooh. So that's that's an
1: interesting <laughs> because, yeah, that's, that's a weird... I think they it's, knew it. Though. They knew it, but it's also it's a little it's it's tough to sit through because it's so it's annoying on her part. But you know they did that to set up the joke on his part. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those double. I actually X. like it's that like, scene because they
0: pulled the the rug out from underneath me on that yeah. one. So I'm like, oh my god, another yeah. another crybaby moment from Nebula, yeah. and then they. I'm gonna track
1: her <laughs> to the end of time and do this and blah <laughs> blah blah. And he's like, I just thought you'd buy a nice ring. <laughs> Make or something, the guys go. Nice
0: yeah, so, so I I hope that Nebula finds... She saved to that scene because... Yeah.
1: Because otherwise you'd been like, oh, geez, here she goes again.
0: Yeah, I hope that they find some balance for Nebula. It's yeah. just rough for me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I assume she'll be in the third one because they kind of... She has a beef with, with Thanos. She has a beef with Thanos. Let me, so let me ask knows. you,
0: okay? Pull out the, the, the crystal ball, okay? okay? Make a prediction, Marshall. Yeah. We're going into Infinity, uh, Infinity War, Infinity Gauntlet, okay, mm-hmm. these, these two mega blockbusters, okay? Everybody's going to wonder, how Thanos going to die? Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to have a hard time, um, you know, like Avengers, Peter Quill, fighting Thanos, do you think his ultimate demise will be on his own with death? Mm-hmm. Or do you think it'll be um, Nebula that comes in and takes him out at the end? Would you be happy with that?
1: I wouldn't be happy with that. I can, I could see a small percentage that they could lean that way, mm-hmm. where they could have her revenge, you know, if you will, of, writing of the wrong that her father committed to her. But I hope they don't do that. I I just think that would be, pretty weak of a of a finality to all this that you built up over all these movies and fighting the greatest, celestial being ever, you Thanos know? or whatever, and then she beats him. Like I don't. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I, I don't want that to happen. I, yeah, th- I think the, I think when you start involving, like you said, Ant Man, Captain America, and all in and the Guardians, and whoever else gets involved in all this, Iron Man. I I don't want Nebula to be the one to to, to, to finish him off. Yeah, so, maybe, I don't know how they're going to end it.
0: Maybe uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I tell you what, Marshall man, That's I would it. not want to be. The guy writing those scripts. No. Because there are, at this point, you know, we were talking yesterday, there's so many interactions mm-hmm. I want to see. Mm-hmm. There's there's too many interactions I want to see. I can't wait for that spaceship to land on, you know, and you see Peter Quill, Rocket, Groot, mm-hmm. and they're talking to Tony Stark, Captain yeah. America. Yeah. You know? Uh, I can't wait to see Hulk and Thor. I mean, dude, there's so Like inwards. you said, like,
1: I'd love to see that intro from, like, um, uh, why can't I think it was an Ant-Man Actor. Oh, um I'm liking. Yeah, That's too early in the too. morning. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I would love to see him, Paul Rudd. S- Paul Rudd, you know, seeing Rocket for the Jesus first time. Like it's gonna be hilarious. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> you know, or, or Groot. Everybody, you're know, like, what the hell is Groot? Yeah. That would be fun. It's I'm gonna excited be awesome to see that.
0: I I would not want to because man, I tell you what, going in, you know, to an Avengers, mm-hmm. you know, three, going to the Infinity War and Infinity Gauntlet, I'm gonna be. It's gonna suck because I'm gonna be so hard on that movie. Yeah. They've, they've built up years and years mm-hmm. and years, and I tell you what, I would not want to write that.
1: No, but there's a, you got to give everybody their their beats and their and their, yeah. and their time, and but there's so many of them at this point now. It's gonna be yeah, it's gotta be tough. And you know what? One of my favorite parts of any Avengers is
0: yeah. when you see the synergy between the team, mm-hmm. and like one of my favorite oh, op- and one of my favorite scenes. It's very simple, but watching um, the opening of Civil War. And you see um, Scarlet Witch working with, you know, Captain America. And, oh, and they're fighting in um, yeah, that town. That t- yeah, that town where, yeah. that where you know, the, the Civil War um, pretty much starts off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's the synergy that they have because they've been working with each other. Mm-hmm. And he's like, know Scarlet, do this, you know. And then you have Falcon, you know, running his, his mm-hmm. uh, little droid in the air. Yeah. And then you have, you know... Um, Scarlet Witch um, throwing Captain America through the window with the energy, beam. Yeah. You know, It's That's like they have perfect synergy. Or you know, at the end of Civil War, where you have um, Ant-Man riding on an arrow of Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Man, cool. can you imagine when you get all of these characters together? You're like, man, there's yeah. there endless combinations.
1: It's, yeah, I don't even know how you, you you sit at a board with all of them. And you're like, okay, who do we put together? Do we have Ant-Man shrink down and crawl inside Groot? Do we yeah. have Rocket and 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 Captain, do we have Iron Man? Like, who do you... Yeah, what do you do? Iron Man and and Drax. Like, I don't, you know... Yeah, uh,
0: and the fights that you want to see kind of break out for a minute. You know, maybe a Drax and a Hulk. Yeah. Which, real quick, to bring it back to Guardians, Drax is called Drax the Destroyer. Yeah. Is that more tongue-in-cheek? He is a badass,
1: though. He's a badass. And what we talked about briefly after this film was he must have some sort of slight superpower to survive this shit that, that happens to them. Yeah. Because we're like, there's this scene where the, the I think it's the Milano, that's his shit. Yeah, I think so. Crashes, and he's hanging out the back of it the whole time. humbled uh, by trees. Yeah, it's one you have to suspend belief a little bit. Hit him, maybe you believe, because, yeah, he's Drax the Destroyer. Maybe he's got some extra super strength that he can survive that. That was a little, yeah. what's her, uh, um, Gamora. Gamora. I don't know how she survives it. I don't know what superpower she has, but yeah. I felt like there, there, there was something off there.
0: Yeah, because when you... I hear a lot of people, They one of the most popular things that comes to the studio, Marshall, yeah. is people are like, it's a comic book movie. And yeah. I go, okay, I, I don't buy that because yeah. when you <laughs> get... When Captain America dies, mm-hmm. whenever he does die, mm-hmm. okay, you know, I have to see these people get hurt yeah. and beat up near death.
1: Yeah. You know, There's there to be some stakes involved. The, there has to be some stakes dangerous. because if
0: Drax ever dies by yeah. getting shot in the chest
1: yeah
0: i'm gonna be like bullshit yeah he just was hanging out of the (laughs) mulatto yeah crashing
1: on a planet and he gets up that was awesome yeah exactly he can't take a bullet so this guy can't die then yeah this guy can't die (laughs) so yeah
0: Uh, that was a little weird to me as well um i do but but, yes
1: back to what you said watching him like battle hulk that would be pretty awesome
0: yeah well so drax the destroyer he had beautiful moments when it comes to comedy yeah loved him he can just do his laugh Mm. (laughs) and i am just like oh i like that i like that but there's something about, like, he had his moment at the beginning where he fought that interdimensional, mm-hmm. you know, monster, jumped inside of its mouth, but didn't yeah. even kill it, didn't, you know, because it, it didn't, didn't was, work. Yeah, it didn't you work. You know? But for being Drax the Destroyer, mm-hmm. I didn't feel any badass moments. Like, that was the only badass moment he had in this entire movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jumping into the monster's mouth after that? He didn't do anything else, did he?
1: Nothing that jumps out to me. Any big battle moments from him? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Yeah, that was odd. You know, just yeah. thinking back
0: on that. Because so. in the first one,
1: like, you know, he tries to go toe-to-toe with Ronan. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a lot more physical in the first one, I think, in this one. In this one, yeah.
0: So that was that was a little surprising, especially when you're building up to a Guardians 3 or a possible, you know, getting into the
1: Avengers. Yeah. Like,
0: you want to see why he's Drax the Destroyer. Yeah. Well, unless they start making that a joke, which would be funny. Yeah, they could, they could flip that on his head. They could flip it. <laughs>
1: That's maybe a name that he gave to himself
0: because he thinks he's badass. Let's talk yeah. about something that I think could take some people out of this movie, mm-hmm. but I absolutely loved it. I'm a child of the '80s, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Stallone and Schwarzenegger yeah. fan. Okay, oh I know.
1: Everybody and here knows that. <laughs> I'm
0: a huge Stallone fan, and you know, I remember when he wasn't, when Stallone wasn't making movies, he was making the B movies like Avenging Angelo and ICU, and yeah. you know, all these small old shit movies that no one cared about. And they were going. Yeah. To, I was the first one to go rent them off the shelf. Didn't care for them, yeah, but I was like, I'm going to keep. It a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. And uh, Ryan was another one who came. Uh, he really kept up with Stallone with me. You know, yeah. we'd watch anything. Get Carter. <laughs> you know, I think we actually went to the theater to watch Get Carter.
1: Yeah,
0: and uh, you know, like. I stuck with him and he's had this great resurgence. You mm-hmm. know, hasn't been fantastic, but Creed yeah. was great. Yeah. You know, I actually he think he won. Right, expen- so. He
1: got expendables going, right? He
0: got expendables. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. It's a great late mm-hmm. night popcorn movie, you mm-hmm. know? But um, he's had a nice little uh, kind of like, uh, I don't know, a coming back, yeah. you know, a nice return, mm-hmm. you know? And I think he fits completely perfect
1: mm-hmm. in
0: the Guardians of the Galaxy. What do you think?
1: I think he can. Uh, I was a little. I wasn't upset that he was in it. I guess the only thing I can say is that... Why is he in it? Well, the the, the scene that we get there with him confronting Yandu about... Um, like there's this whole scene where he confronts Yandu about Yandu breaking the code because he basically stole Peter. He didn't return Peter to yeah. ego like he was supposed to. It, it kind of threw you into that out of nowhere. And well, so how did that little, work?
0: What was the... like The code was that they weren't even supposed to interact with children? Or how did that even go?
1: I, yeah, that's what, that's what, viewing, what I'm saying. First viewing. I, yeah, Stallone. that's what I'm saying. I don't... It was, it, was this, it was kind of an awkward scene because it kind of came out of nowhere and now you get Stallone who can be a little... Um, just seeing him, you're like, oh crap, it's Stallone and then you forget to pay attention to what he's saying for a minute and so that was taken out of it and he's yelling at Yandu about some code and about a kid but yeah, I don't know if it's like they're not supposed to take kids or that he took a kid and didn't deliver the kid. Um... They had a good chemistry yeah. because they came back to their to them a little bit later on um, in the film, uh, but that scene was a little. I'd have to watch it again, yeah, to, to really you know like with subtitles or something to really understand what they were saying and, and that confrontation. Yeah, thing. But I, I think th- Stallone fits fine. I think in the universe, in, in, in the universe, I think if he's if he if he's in another one or something, as, as long as he's in, he's like he was in this one and just kind of small, little bits, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what or I maybe pulled, he cleans up the story a little bit. Like 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 with Yondu, you're like, oh okay, now I understand a little bit more about the Ravagers and yeah. what they do and who they are. Because I get
0: a sense that he's a high-ranking
1: <laughs> yeah. Ravager. Yeah. That's the only thing I, must be I like really understood. Ravager either. General or something. Exactly.
0: And having a Ravager General like that, I think mm-hmm. is was really cool. It fleshed out that world a little mm-hmm. bit more for me. I think they still got more yeah. to go to for me to have full understanding. But I'm very curious. I loved him in this small dose mm-hmm. in this. I'm very – because I just read an article right before we started um, recording. Um, I didn't get to read it all, but I guess Marvel has huge plans is what the yeah. article said. And there was like a couple articles, you know, when you Google, you know, like sure. his name's Starhawk in the movie or stickar Okay, yeah, yeah. And so I was reading – I popped in his name and there's like multiple articles that came out. I was like, Marvel has huge plans or they're going to have huge plans for Stallone. And, and so I'm very curious um, how they're going to fit him into the larger universe because we were talking yeah. if – if he fits into a Guardians three, I, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you have Adam Warlock. If he is that powerful, maybe you need the Guardians and, you and know, the uh, yeah, the Ravagers and Ravagers at the end of this. I guess from comic books, like they change a lot of stuff for MCU. So I don't think mm-hmm. they're gonna behold a lot of this, but uh, to a lot of this. But I guess back in the day, you had Starhawk. Yondu and a bunch of other ones. That mm-hmm. was like almost kind of like the original Guardians of the Galaxy that to. were doing some really good things for that for the cosmos. So I don't know yeah. if they're going that route, but they have a very interesting team at the end credit sequence.
1: Yeah, that you was have, interesting.
0: Yeah, you have like because I don't think they're just going to introduce this team and, they're not yeah. and, the, and then not do anything. and they them. even have.
1: I mean, the shot is almost like a team shot, like the Guardians. Like you've got them yeah. all together, like standing, like you would you know, for a, for a press photo for all of them. Yeah. So d- 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 it does imply that there might be something there with them.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then you have, uh, as looking at the voices or the actors, mm-hmm. you have um, Ving Rames. Mm-hmm. So you have Ving Rhames, Stallone, Michelle Yeoh, mm-hmm. and then you have... A um, weird face. Guy oh, guy. Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. Okay, and then you have, you know, that little helmet robot that was just talking? It was just a robot head. I was like, I can't wait to get back together with you guys. I've missed you so much. Something like that. Yeah. That. that was know. the last thing, and I think this is very odd. Do you know who that was? Who's that? It seems like a really maybe it'll work perfectly. Gilbert Godfrey. Worse. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Oh God, really? Isn't that weird? That's what it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Out of everyone that you well, could I put, missed, that
1: I don't even remember who that was. It was just a robot head, I and I looked one. it up
0: later to see who, yeah. who was who that voice was, and it was Miley Cyrus. Ugh. That just seems like a. Very weird.
1: Yeah.
0: Especially if you're Stallone and you're trying to make a, a comeback. Yeah. A return. And you've done Creed. And then they're like, okay. Because you have to wonder. When mm-hmm. they when they ask you to do Guardians, right? Volume 2. Yeah. Okay, it's MCU. They're on fire, right? Yeah. But everyone can take that back coin. stuff. Yeah. But you're Stallone. You've been through... Um, Demolition Man, which you know has a small cult status, but mm-hmm. let's go with the worst route. Okay, yeah. you were the original Judge Dredd. <laughs> yeah, you have like <laughs> I want to call you Starhawk and put you in like a general uniform. You're like, oh uh, man, I'm like, Ugh. and then Miley Cyrus is gonna be like, oh, the fuck up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay. like, Wait, what are we doing? Here? <laughs> what
0: are we really doing here?
1: Yeah,
0: so I'm very curious um, how they're gonna incorporate all that. Do you save them because when they say big plans.
1: Yeah, I don't I, think who knows what that means?
0: Does, okay, if I was like, hey, we have big plans for you. We're mm-hmm. going to put you in Guardians 3. That doesn't sound like big plans. It sounds like you're going to be in no. a
1: sequel. I mean, they could be more um, involved in Guardians 3, I guess. Um, but I don't want to see, like, a standalone film of these guys, really. yeah, like I don't. It, that doesn't interest me. But I could see them. Like you said, maybe they team up with the Guardians to battle uh, Adam Warlock, uh, and they have a bigger presence in the film, really? which would be fine. Um, But, yeah, I I don't know what the big plans mean. I don't know what that's... Yeah, because as
0: much as I love Stallone... Um, if I get a spinoff movie, I yeah. don't want to necessarily be with the Ravengers. I don't, you know, yeah. I want to be somewhere completely opposite of all that. Like yeah. a Howard the Duck. Yeah. I think that is what really brings balance to the cosmos, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely. I, hey, I'd be first one in line to go watch a Stallone, you know, like Guardians <laughs> spinoff. Yeah. But I think there's better options. I think so, too. So, yeah, yeah his name was Starhawk in that movie, so I'm very Star curious um, what they're going to do with that. But, yeah, let's get into uh, The Death of Yondu. Yeah.
1: I think it's that one of the surprising. best
0: i think it's the one of the best scenes in the mcu yeah
1: they did it really well and, this and, is death and, and also and since you you rarely see deaths in the mcu especially from major characters yeah um
0: i think the only one we they, can compare it to is what is it frigga i don't know how to say her name it's thor's mom yeah because really she had she scene. had frigga frigga but she had a great send-off you yeah. know uh when she died mm-hmm. and uh they they put her body on the uh um Uh, the pyre or whatever and they send her off I thought that was beautifully done but I
1: think this takes the cake yeah this one I mean well I think with her she's more of a probably a I don't remember specifics of that but she's probably more of a minor character she's like in Thor like at the beginning right a little bit and then she dies probably but Yondu you've seen in the previous movie you, you, you already built a pretty strong relationship between him and Quill so now for this to happen you know, near the end of this movie, after, you know... There's other stuff that we find out about that. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah, anymore. yeah, no, no, yeah, whatever. You know, that basically Yandu viewed Quill as his son. Because once we find out that Ego's a dick, <laughs> we realize Yandu saved Quill from Ego. Because yeah. Ego, you know, spoilers, <laughs> long story short, Ego was basically going to try to use Quill... Because he carried that uh, celestial gene, if you will, yeah, and he and he was just been going around the universe making babies and killing them because they were worthless, and and so Yandu knew that, so he he didn't want that to happen to Quill. I don't know why he felt a bond yeah. with him, but he did, and and so he raised him, and so you get these scenes where Quill understands that, you know, you know after battling ego, realizes that, and um. So there's a much stronger bond between them. So, yeah, then when, when Yandu dies, the sacrificial a lot more death, too. A sacrificial death. Yeah, there's a lot more yeah. weight to it.
0: So it's so good. And then, I guess, going back to that Stallone scene, a big thing Yandu wanted was he really wants to be a part of the Ravagers. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they have a lot of history. They have a lot of past. And I guess the best thing you can do for a Ravager is to give them that proper... That proper respect. Mm-hmm. You bring all the ships in, they yeah. shoot their flares and they give you a Ravager funeral. Yeah. And uh there was that breakdown of, of communication or, you know, whatever it was, um the breaking the code. Yeah. Between Yandu and Stallone's character there, and, and he didn't think he was gonna get it. He was um
1: Well and Yandu, you know, was he didn't uh I think he was just reluctant to explain why he broke the code. Like it's one of those things where it's like, well, you break the rules, but you did it for a good reason. Yeah. But are are they gonna understand that? Are they gonna side with you at that, so he didn't tell him, and then he gets chewed out you know, by yeah. Stallone for breaking the rules and, and exiled. I think he was exiled. Yeah, right? exiled, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, for someone for someone like him that hurts his pride, that, you know, he, he loves the Ravagers and, and you know, all that they stand for, so to be exiled, when in his mind he did something good, but he can't tell them, you know, he doesn't yeah. feel like he can tell them why he did it, um, to, to, to be able to come back around to that and, and for them to understand what happened to give him the send off that he deserved. I thought it was,
0: com- it was I
1: thought it was complete, really well. Done. It's
0: perfectly well done. Um and then just not only the interaction between, you know, the the dead body of Yondu and, you know, the Ravagers but also mm-hmm. how everyone else was interacting mm-hmm. as a family unit. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so yeah. well done. I mean, you see Raccoon Rocket, he's kind of like just tearing up very somber over the loss of what his new friend would be, you know, like yeah, they just they, they just gave they him just, a spot. Yeah, in they just of the bonded.
1: Yeah, they had just really kind of bonded. Um you know, with their their own struggles, uh-huh. and and now he's gone. So he like, yeah, he finally has somebody that I, he probably felt like he uh, understood him, and and now he's gone.
0: Yeah, so. and then you have you know Chris Pratt's character, you know Peter Quill. He's talking like you you mm-hmm. you said you know you painted that perfectly, and he was like, hey, I pretty much my dad pretty much was the night rider. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my dad pretty yeah. much was David, was David Hasselhoff. You know, and I like that that sentiment there of you know, hey, sometimes the best things. Are right next to you. You don't even yeah, know it, you know. Which know. I thought was a beautiful sentiment, you yeah. know. And then you have the Gamora and and uh, Peter Quill, just mm-hmm. you know, the unspoken thing, and they realize that <laughs> is a very unspoken, you know. And but like, it's there. It's there, it's you know. There. And you get that at the end of this movie. I think going into the third, you have perfectly built family. Yeah,
1: you know, for for a sequel, for yeah. a, for a third. They've movie. They've done a really good job of uh, like yeah, ha- building a family. Yeah, the people that don't necessarily belong with each other, but they find common ground and even
0: rocket earlier when he leaves Peter on the ground for Yondu to help because Yondu's like I need to do this you know he shoots down Gamora you know with the energy blast so she falls down mm-hmm. and the door shut and he goes he takes that deep breath he goes I couldn't lose you know, another yeah. friend today. Yeah. You know, and just, yeah. there's moments like that that were so well done in this. But yeah, Yandu's death is one of my favorite scenes now in the uh, in the MCU. I think it was perfect. And really then well it, when he goes to that planet, he gets the Mary Poppins jaw. Oh my god, so That was so good because he's like, why? He's like, you look like Mary they, Poppins.
1: Yeah, they they they, some what dude, something blew up, <laughs> a spaceship blew up or something. And him and Quill are floating down, and Quill's got his jetpack, whatever. And Yondu's <laughs> floating down on his. Uh, Spear Yeah, yeah Arrow yeah. And Quill's like You look like Mary Poppins <laughs> He's like Is Mary Poppins awesome he's like, Yeah Mary Poppins is awesome I yeah, oh, cool. look like Mary Poppins y'all. <laughs> Mary Poppins <laughs> <y'all>.
0: <laughs> That was great I know, And I hilarious. liked his You know like I mean I could talk all day About this movie yeah. But I like And that's a good thing yeah. I don't get a lot of movies Like this where I can just I want to talk about everything Because mm-hmm. there's so much Good stuff Like I mean this has been a good year for me because I I uh, have a hard time. Ryan and my and myself, we do our top ten every year.
1: Yeah,
0: um, it's just something we've always done. If he misses whatever episodes that he misses, we always do the the Oscar night top mm-hmm. ten. And uh, this I always we always have a problem with like seven, eight, nine, ten. Just, yeah. We don't care. And going,
1: they start falling off. They
0: start falling off. A few. Yeah. And this year's been good, man. Lego Batman movie, um, the uh, uh, the pill movie. Um, that you said you went to go see. Mm-hmm. Jordan Peele. Um, oh, uh, Get Out. Get Out, thank you. Yeah, Get Out, Lego oh. Batman movie, and uh, Split. That's, awesome, yeah. That's three, and now Guardians. Mm-hmm. You know, like I could literally break this whole movie down. You mm-hmm. know, like I could add so much more to all this, but the uh, Yondu, his um, his Mohawk,
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: how that interchanges. Yeah. And, you know, he has different pieces of his,
1: it. His new one, is. New prototype. Yeah, so yeah. I I think
0: there's so much stuff that will, was well done. That was a cool
1: scene too. Yeah, yeah. Thought, you know sometimes those scenes, the slow mo and stuff, I don't care for, but that one was pretty cool where he's slow mo walking through in the music and he's just yeah. taking everybody out with. And he has hero. one of the coolest weapons of all That's time, man. Cool That's pretty. Yeah, just, just whistling, whistling and <laughs> yeah, and it does the dirty work for you. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I was also reading another another article um, before we did this where did you hear about Chris Pratt's idea? About Kurt Russell,
1: uh, I think you briefly mentioned. It, I don't recall. It was kind of interesting. I don't.
0: I'm just curious. Tell me if you think this would have been better mm-hmm. or worse. Okay, Chris Pratt said that you know, hey, he's a child of the '80s,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's a child of the '80s. He, he knows who Pac-Man is, yeah. right? He, he he loves his soundtracks, okay? He loves, yeah. he idolizes David Hasselhoff. Sure. So he told James Gunn, he's like, you know what? Let's just make, when I see Kurt Russell for the first time, you know, it's not like Ving Rames or yeah. Michelle Yeoh, you know? Right. It's fucking Kurt, it's Russell. Kurt Russell. Okay? Do you, he was like, I have an idea. Let's just make Kurt Russell. Um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell.
1: Yeah, I think that'd
0: be great, and my dad would be the guy who was in the thing, yeah. and you know, uh, Big Trouble all China.
1: Yeah, do you think that would have been cool to go meta like that, or is it better left like this? That's that's tricky because they do a lot of things so well in this universe that, that they they might be able to pull that off. Yeah, but, but it is super meta. I, <laughs> guess, I guess
0: if you touch that,
1: yeah, you also have to touch the loan, and you have to touch everything. Every other actor you get in there, right? Probably because it would be weird. Yeah, it would be weird to have Kurt Russell be Kurt Russell, but then Stallone's not Stallone. Yeah, because uh,
0: I think it really would work that you're yeah Kurt Russell is an alien on yeah. Earth, getting <laughs> all these take awesome up roles. The form of Kurt yeah, there's no reason
1: he couldn't. But when do you stop? Exactly. So that's, I, that's a, it, that is kind of a slippery slope, especially for like a movie like this that references yeah a lot of that culture. Anyway, yeah, it would be. I can understand why he said no. we'll yeah. do that. I, I would love it. Yeah. But I think it's the, the right way to go. I think so.
0: Yeah. Um, something that I know is going to be probably last year. I think it was January, wasn't it? We did our soundtrack.
1: Yeah, last uh, January
0: 2016. Okay, so January 2016, oh. we did our top 12 songs, mm-hmm. okay, that we want in a Guardians um, 2, Volume 2 soundtrack, Secondary. okay? Yeah. And we had my wife on there, uh, Ryan, you, me. So there's yeah. four of us doing 12 songs apiece. Yeah and all of us worked really hard on we we threw some you can actually find our list on the website it's pretty deep down now if you want to go back it's under you can, the
1: miscellaneous yeah tab.
0: top miscellaneous or you can go to just type in Guardians Volume 3 Adventures in Videoland soundtrack or what do we Volume call it two.
1: Um, awesome mix yeah, like yeah. and two awesome mix or something. Yeah,
0: so just look up a, a couple of those you know, key tags there, and you know, mm-hmm. Google that, you'll find it. But yeah. we we worked hard. I know all of us threw some in there mm-hmm. that was safe bets. Yeah, and we all put some in there that was going to be. Um, ballsy choices.
1: Yeah, we had and this 12. one we had no idea really what the story was going to be, no, so it's I, just totally winging it, <laughs> like yeah, a just based year, on the feel of what Guardians. Is. More than a year in advance. More than a year in advance.
0: Yeah. So looking back, are you happy with this soundtrack? Are you surprised? I think the closest one was April, wasn't it? She put she, a cheap trick song on
1: there. She put a cheap trick, but not the one. But that not, she not used. surrender. But not surrender.
0: So what did you think of the ultimate sound? Because I know um, you, and probably you and Ryan, are big bigger music fans than even I am.
1: Yeah. So I'm very curious to see what I, you guys come in on this. I've said this before to you, I think just talking to other people, probably, like, when they came out with the, with the soundtrack, like, what, a week, two weeks ago, it uh-huh. wasn't that long ago, I listened to it, and honestly, I wasn't that impressed. It wasn't one, like, I can go back and listen to the volume one soundtrack and enjoy it. You know, there's very few, if any, songs I would, like, skip over, like, because I, I dig them all. I think they're all uh, solid. This one... I don't know, it, like, it, it just it has a different feel to it. And, but I said, I'm sure it'll fit fine in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it did. It did. I, they, I think all the song choices fit well in the movie. I didn't care for the Cat Stevens song um, with him and his dad, they oh, that got yeah. in that moment. I, is I, that the I, song that
0: they proclaim is maybe the most important song? Probably, because it's like the father human race? and son.
1: Uh-huh. Um, oh, in the movie? Yeah. I forget um, which song that was but Kurt Russell's like this might be the most important this song this might be the best song yeah ever <laughs> I don't think it was that one I think it was something else um, but I don't know I think they probably could have been better choices for that I don't know that one just felt awkward yeah. in the scene um, but most all the other ones fit fine in the movie but I just don't think it's a soundtrack that I would listen to on it's own yeah um, so in that sense I was kind of disappointed but you know Whoever was responsible for picking those songs for the scenes did a good job, but they're not standalone songs that I would listen to.
0: Yeah. I, I think I'm right there with you on that. Um, I think it fit perfectly for the soundtrack, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, looking back at some of the tracks, like, you know, Mr. Blue Sky, I think is a good song. Yeah. Okay? It's not It's not my wheelhouse of songs, mm-hmm. my, my choice, but... It's good for that scene. Man, I, I can't think of... Okay, um... I'll probably be driving home to Mister Blue Sky Mm -hmm. and like dancing side to side like Baby Groot. (laughs) We got a long drive. I'm gonna do some crazy shit. (laughs) That's gonna
1: it's gonna be back in like the top 100 now because exactly because of this
0: movie. So I love that song there. So I I think James Gunn did a great job with that. Um, They had some other great songs though. Fox on the Run. Yeah, but that wasn't until the
1: end credits. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting yeah. for that, and then it came at the end in the credits. But another one, and you already... That's one it. I told you, too. If I had heard that on the radio when we were doing our selections, I probably would have picked that, because that. Yeah. that one just feels like a garden And I
0: tell you what, another one that, and you've already hit yeah. on the scene itself, mm-hmm. so I had to leave a, a standing impression with you, mm-hmm. a strong impression, but um, come a little bit closer. That was yeah. the, the Yondu
1: slow motion. Yeah.
0: Bit with him and Baby Groot yeah. and Rocket, they're just slow motion, Reservoir Dog style.
1: Yeah. And it and just came off great. It did, and but that's one that, like, if I just listened to it, if you said, hey, this song's going to be in Guardians, I'd be uh. like, where, where are you going to put that? Like, how does that fit? Like, yeah. I, I just don't see it. but Yeah, but, it, but, but it worked for that yeah. scene. Yeah, it's like it stuck in the real middle real.
0: with you with Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, you know I can't even think of that song or you know, without thinking about Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, if I ever hear Mr. Yeah. Blue Sky or Come a Little Bit Closer, I'm gonna yeah. be thinking about Yondu, woman's ass.
1: Yondu and Groot. <laughs> Yondu, and then yeah.
0: I love that little Groot scene where he thinks he's badass for a second with his chest all oh yeah puffed out. You know, so there's some just some great moments. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll come to a close here. We have a couple more things I just want to hit on. But Stanley's Watcher informant, another cameo.
1: Can I one, one more thing yeah. about? It? not the musical selections, but the score, I was disappointed with the score. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Because watching the first one again, like, I don't know, I just, I felt they have their theme. You know, I I think most people who watch these movies would recognize, like, the Guardians theme. Yeah. And I barely heard that in this film, and just the score in general, was, I don't know if it was a, I felt like the, the audio in the theater was a little weird, so I don't know if that played into it, but I just felt overall, like, it was kind of, the, the score was very subdued in this, and I I, and I wish yeah. I, I wish it stood out a little bit more.
0: I agree. I didn't think about it during the movie. Uh, music's one of those things that always escapes me. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I, if it's impressive, mm-hmm. it, I pick it up right away. Yeah. But some of the the smaller things in the background, I have to go back. Like a lot of times when we do our marathons or our verses, mm-hmm. um, I actually do the all, the all twenty golden idols. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it to soundtracks playing in the background. Yeah. Because sometimes it doesn't leave a lasting impression, and then I go back. Like uh, you nominated for Pantheon, Enter the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Enter the Dragon didn't stand out to me musically, mm-hmm. but when I was doing like you know uh, breaking it down and writing my review, I played the Enter the Dragon. Soundtrack, and yeah. I think the soundtrack in the Dragon is is really fucking awesome for its time, yeah. you know. Uh, but I didn't catch that until afterwards. So um you said, yeah, you're playing a little bit of Guardians again, mm-hmm. you know, and in the living room. And I walked out, and those you know, yeah. Guardian like moments you, you here, though, yeah, so like when when they, when,
1: they, when when Quill grabs the Infinity Stone and they start joining hands, you get that that you know build in the music of the Guardians theme. And I, I don't know, yeah, I just it, nothing, I don't recall hearing or feeling that in this one. Yeah. And, and I think that I'd have to watch it again. Again, maybe it's there, and I just didn't hear it with all the other battles and stuff going on. But I, overall, I left, and I was like, that's weird. I didn't really feel like I heard their theme and their score, you know, stand out as much. As, as much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that.
0: Uh, what do you think of Stan Lee's
1: uh, Stan Lee. cameo? Stan Lee's a horrible actor, but... <laughs> It was fun. Yeah. it was fun, and and you know, you explained to me afterwards what it meant because I had seen little blurbs online, uh, little taglines about uh, the I guess kind of the reveal in this movie. But you stayed away from everything. I so. stayed away from those. I didn't. I didn't want to know what that was. But you explained to me afterwards that he's he's basically uh, an informant for the Watchers in the entire MCU. So yeah. he's sitting there on this rock talking to him, telling him his stories, and at the end. Well they, they have two two parts. Like one's in the yeah, m- one's, in, one's the in the middle, middle while they're Hopping through all these dimensions or whatever through the planets. Because if
0: you're sticking around for this movie, stick yeah. around not for one or two. I think there's, there's four f- to five. I think there's four, Yeah, four, four or five. Yeah, and if you actually, if you're watching the credits too, really focusing on the dancing numbers on yeah. the side, it's a blink and miss. But Jeff Goldblum's even dancing. Yeah, so that's pretty fun. Yeah, but just knowing that he's a watcher out there is funny. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: but it's but it when you know that it's funny too that he's sitting there telling their stories, and then the <laughs> clip you get at the end is they get bored of him and leave, and he's <laughs> like, Can like you imagine the stories he's, he's telling? telling? Got all these stories." To tell, well, I was a FedEx man for, yeah, <laughs> I showed up at Robert or, uh, Iron Man's yeah. house. It's kind of funny though, because it's kind of almost a little meta too. Where it's like I've got all these stories, you know, and it's like well he does, it's freaking Stanley. Yeah, he's yeah, got all these stories. To I tell think it's and all these, perfect. Things, yeah. Again, it's, it's a
0: perfect cameo. For yeah, him. yeah, it was really funny. Like yeah. I said, he's 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 not a good actor, but <laughs> yeah. it's
1: really fun to see him in that, you know, and especially in this one, you really get to see an explanation of, of why he's in all these movies. That's pretty yeah.
0: cool. cool. what do you think about? So, I think the last, the only one that we haven't hit on yet for the Easter eggs or the end Mm -hmm. credit sequences at the end would be, it looks like Guardians 3, they're going to follow the trend of Groot and they're going to make him a teenage
1: Groot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's going to be rough. That surprised me. Yeah, that's going to be rough, isn't it?
1: Yeah, again, they kind of have to tread lightly, because that's, That's you don't want him to, I mean, in a sense, if he's a teenager, he's going to be annoying. But you don't want him to be too annoying. Is this going to be
0: Anakin Skywalker, kind
1: of like? I don't think it'll be that bad. Um, but it'll, yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be, you know, like, because everyone I, I loves love baby Groot. Groot. Everyone really loves baby Groot, but who, who's going to love like tween Groot? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, cause they get yeah, that clip is, is, uh, what Quill comes in and tells him to clean up his room basically. Yeah. And he's listening to some music and like, like, man, whatever. That's gonna and be They're I gonna
0: have to tread lightly, man.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. So we'll because he's a big part. I mean, he's gonna be. Yeah, um, he's he's a big character. So just kind of yeah.
0: acting emo in the background. I hope they don't go that route because that will yeah. be.
1: Very, I think. Yeah, I would be really disappointed if like they're having a battle and he's just like pouting in a corner or something. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be tricky.
0: Because I, I tell you what, I fell head over heels for Baby Groot. Yeah,
1: everything about him. I was said my wife awesome. little Baby Groot bobblehead thing under the office. If, if, it does not, if Baby Groot does not come
0: become like the number one best selling toy of 2017 yeah. I'll shit myself. Yeah. Because who does I mean I don't care if it's you're older door. 30s 40s I don't care if you're yeah. late 20s if you're fucking 12 you're going to want a Baby Groot. Yeah. It's that cool.
1: Like I said you know you, you see him in the movie you can't help but like smile at everything he does. Everything even, when he does angry, even when he's angry even when he's when he's happy when he's dancing like he's just a fun fun little guy. Yeah. So yeah I, I don't know that surprised me that they were going to Venture into yeah, well, and also imply. Well, who knows how quickly he ages, but it implies there might be some time um, advancement. Oh, yeah, from he, guardians from guardians to two guardians to three to three. So I don't I don't yeah. know how much time difference there is, but obviously enough for him to. You know, I need to. I don't know if you know two, the answer to this,
0: mm-hmm. but um, I need to look back when Rocket first met Groot. Do you think I don't know? I have to look into this, but do you think that Groot? When did Rocket Raccoon meet Groot?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I um, I don't know those comics. I don't know if it's if it's explained in them. But I don't. I never got a sense in the Guardians one that. I mean, we we hadn't seen Baby Groot at the time, so I never had a sense that he knew him from like a little seedling. Yeah. So I don't know. I I don't know if he if he met him. When he was already fully formed. Yeah, I need to look at because it, cause it looks like they're friends.
0: It looks like they've been friends, they've been for, friends a while, for a while, long time. When Guardian showed up. Yeah,
1: so you know, but it's also interesting because um, at the end of one, you know, when Groot, you know, encompasses all of them to save them as the as the ship's going down, you know, Rocket's the one that says, you know, you'll die, like. Did he not know that he can just sprout off and, and grow again? Yeah. Like, all he needs is just, like, a little branch, and then it grows up again. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how long they've known each other. I mean, obviously, there's a, there's a strong... Friendship and connection. Yeah. He, he yeah, understands everything
0: know. he he says in Guardians. 1, yeah,
1: you know. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Reason I bring that up is because they've talked about doing like a, a Groot Rocket mm-hmm. kind of spinoff, mm-hmm. and I was always like, ah, that seems kind of weird too. But if they did ever did decide to do a prequel with yeah. Rocket and Baby Groot, and he found him as a baby,
1: I would mind seeing a, that, yeah, a spinoff. I'd love it. I love Baby going Groot, and, and yeah, that would be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'd like. I, I wouldn't mind knowing kind of how they got together and, and you know, how he hired him as his muscle and you know, their adventures. That'd be pretty cool to see.
0: Yeah. So anything else that you wanna hit on? Um I, I, I did like Taserface, that little beat there with like the pirate's gave Taser Face. It's a funny, funny little beat. But um overall I really enjoyed the experience. Is there anything you wanna add on to this
1: conversation today? Oh not too much. I think we did a good job covering it. It was go. it was a fun movie. It was colorful. I meant yeah. to mention that are very colorful compared to the first one too. Um, but it was fun. It was there's is a lot more laughs in this one yeah. than the first one, especially when we were watching the the first one again a little bit there, which is funny. This one is they they leaned much heavier on the comedy, yeah. which is fine because it works for their characters. Okay, so.
0: so this has been an hour and sixteen minutes. Oh jeez, yeah. So we'll we'll shut it down <laughs> we'll now. Wrap it up. Yeah, we ra- we'll wrap it up. We love it. So just final thoughts in case anybody got lost. All right, um, I'm gonna say plot. Um, I think was it was good enough yeah. for a Guardian sequel. It worked. It worked. Um, the ego stuff kind of left me wanting. I wanted to visit more locations. Yeah. Casting characters, I would say, um, I thought was beautifully done. They really built the family mm-hmm. uh, unit here. So I can't wait to go into Guardians Three. I really, if I, if I, if you're not sold on Guardians One, but you liked it, I think Guardians Volume Two really adds not to locations and atmosphere yeah. in, in the cosmos, but they really add to this yeah. family unit.
1: Yeah. As much as you might not like the character of Ego so much afterwards. All the other ones around him were built up better. Exactly. I think so. Um,
0: And then, you know, production value effects, you know, I think was great. Everything from. um, Very solid. Yeah, very solid. From the the atmosphere to um, some of the different locations that we did get to go Mm -hmm. to. But mostly I'm going to talk about, you know, um, Groot, Baby Groot, Rocket Raccoon. They look fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, the aging of Kurt Russell. Fantastic. (laughs) Unbelievable. Music. um, I don't think it's as good a soundtrack, but it's not as poppy. It's you know, as the public. first one, uh, but I think it suits the movie perfectly. Do you agree with all
1: that, or is there anything? I do. You add? I think it's yeah. a great sequel too. It's good. Um, I was thinking about it. and I'd probably give it a about a three and a half.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 With potential
1: to go a little bit higher on you know multiple watchings. But, yeah. But but as I left the theater, I was very very happy with it.
0: Yeah. Uh, first viewing, man. I think I'm going to give it. Um, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to give it a four out of five right now. Nice. I'm going to say yeah, that's great. Nice. You know, so I'm going to give it a four.
1: Um, but Anything else? That's it. All right, where can they find you? They can find me on uh, Adventures in Video Land, uh, Pantheon Council. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, Facebook group, uh, and then i got an Instagram, Focus Jones. That's about it. I wouldn't
0: announce yourself as a Pantheon Council member. Yeah, that's they- true. I'll get
1: a lot of... <laughs> Low back that. I'm, I'm supposed to be gone at this point. Yeah, you know, I know, they want the whole. To start looking to... for my replacement. Yeah, they want headhunters, man. <laughs>
0: They're a bunch of headhunters that out we'll, there.
1: We'll edit that
0: out. <laughs> yeah, All right, man. We're in Philly right now. We're having a blast, but we're about ready to come back home to the Dragon's Lair. So we got to wrap this up and hit the road. So you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com. You can find us on our Facebook page at Adventures in Video Land. We're on Tumblr. We are on uh, Twitter, man. We are on We're everywhere. So just search us out and you will find us. You have been listening to Criticism in its finest hour.
1: Good night. Good night.